Today, I have the awesome opportunity to interview educational consultant, Jamie Wagler, also known as Miss Jamie. Today, Jamie is going to talk about sign language in early childhood education, why we need to be incorporating it into our programs and how. Welcome to the podcast, Jamie. Thank you so much, Carla. I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited to talk more about sign language. It is something that is on my bucket list to learn. So I'm excited to dive deeper into it. But before we do, can you tell me a little bit about your educational journey as an ECE? Yes, of course. So when I graduated high school, I jumped right into the ECE field. It's actually funny because it was my grade nine math teacher that asked me what I want to be. And I was like, I don't know. He's like, you have to be good at something. And I'm like, I'm good at watching kids. Like I, I, nothing, I'm not good at anything. He's like, that's a whole field. That's a whole profession. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. So he introduced me to early child education. So from there it was uh, upward spiral. I just, I was obsessed about everything. So, uh, I finished high school and I went to Conestoga college for my early childhood education. During that time, I, I was tutoring a child with autism and his mom actually introduced me to sign language. And that's how I got on that boat. Um, They use sign language with him to help him communicate. Uh, He was verbal, but it just, it helped with classroom management. It helped with timeframes. It was was amazing. (laughs) That is amazing. Yeah. So right before I got into early childhood education, actually, I started going to Conestoga part-time for sign language. So I got my sign language certificate, my early childhood education certificate, and then I pushed myself a little further and went to um, university to get my bachelor's degree and my teaching degree. Oh my gosh. Incredible. (laughs) Yeah. But my heart was always in early childhood. After I graduated from teacher's college, I was like, yeah, this, this isn't what I want to do. I need to be with the early childhood field. So I went back to that and I've been here ever since. Oh my gosh. And we are so glad to have you. <laughs> yes. It's, it's once you're here, you can't, you can't leave it. It's so true. It's in your heart. Like you're in it mm-hmm. forever. <laughs> yes, for sure. So let's talk about sign language. Why should we be using sign language in our programs? Of course. Uh, I want to start by saying that American sign language and baby sign are different. They're, they're similar, but they're different. American sign language is a culture. It's a whole, a whole language system with grammar rules, and it's it's based loosely off of French. So if you can think back to learning French and how crazy that was, <laughs> it was it was a lot to learn sign language. But baby sign is using this similar gestures to communicate with children, and it's uh, you do it alongside talking. So you're not just signing; you're talking the whole time. And it, it improves their ability to communicate immensely. There's so hey. many studies that are done that shows how well children do when they start signing and talking before they, before they're introduced to words and versus just talking and the it's astounding how fast they pick up on the words and the signs and being able to communicate with their families and their educators. And what's the benefit? Like why do it? First it's practical. Like children, as you know, learn best through play and doing sign language and doing baby sign. You are getting down to the level. You're playing with them. You're doing stories and introducing your signs to the stories. You're doing it during uh, meal times, which is where I highly suggest anyone starts because everyone loves food. So um, <laughs> it's yes. Pretty, <laughs> so it, it's easy to entice them to for more and for, 
for okay. all done. So yeah. So first and foremost, it's practical. Um, they, they learn by play. So making it fun, making it loose, they'll, they'll pick on it, pick up on it. No problem. And then there's emotional benefits because it reduces the frustration of the guesswork. You, you know, when you're in a room and a child's crying, you're like, what, what do you want? I, I'll give you whatever you want. Just let me know what yeah. it is. <laughs> right. No kidding. <laughs> um, when they have that ability to sign instead of talk, then you, the guesswork is gone. So that, um, that gets rid of their frustration. That gets rid of your frustration. Happy baby, happy life. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Right. So yeah. I know it's called baby sign language, but in your opinion, would you restrict it just to an infant room? No, definitely not. I, in the perfect world, I would start it in every infant room and it would just work up with them the whole way. But (laughs) no, you can start it at any age. The benefits are unreal at any age. I've talked to teachers who use it for classroom management in their grade one, two, three classes where they do the signs if they have to go to the bathroom or the teacher will do signs when they're getting ready to sit quietly. Um, and uh, yeah, and as young as toddler and infant, it's, there's no, there's no negative to starting at any age. Awesome. Because I can just think, I mean, I know I've been asked the questions is, does it make children lazy to learn to speak if they can, if they know the signs? So I guess that would be my next question. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so excited. Yeah. No, <laughs> that is a big, oh, okay. <laughs> a big, false, not true statement. Um, it's actually shown that kids who learn sign language are more, more able to talk sooner and that they, they learn the words better because it gives them okay. the, the visual on top of the spoken words. Right. And then so- it helps with uh, self-confidence and self-esteem because they might not be able to pronounce the word properly, but they can sign it. Right. Yeah. And then you can help them as well because you know what they're signing. So you can also help with the pronunciation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, very Um, cool. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was just going to add that it's actually also proven that their vocabularies expand more when they use the sign language also that it's, it's proven that, um, because children are signing in the, like signing at the same time that they're talking, they, I kind of mentioned it, but they, they learn a more variety of words faster than they would learn, uh, without sign language. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How would any room that is just introducing it, let's say they don't have children coming from infant to toddler, toddler to preschool that have been following the baby sign language. How would an educator start? Definitely. There's actually, there's actually four principles to starting. The first is to keep it fun and playful and focus that make sure that you are down to the child's level. Make sure you are focusing just on them. None of the doing your documentation at the same time or eating at the same time. You want it all to be about you and the child. Um, the next is repetitive. So like I mentioned before, if you start at snack time, <laughs> you want to do the sign for more often say, Oh, you want more snack signing when you say more, Oh, you had more snack signing. When you say more again, wow, the, you had the most snack and you can still, you can still sign for more. It's you want to do it often so that they, they pick up on it sooner. So they'll associate more with, Oh, she's giving me more food (laughs) when I, I, when I do this hand sign, wow, this is like magic. (laughs) 
Yeah. And then uh, number three is to be encouraging, offer lots of attention and praise while you do it. Children love attention, obviously. So when you're, yeah, when you're giving them that one-on-one, it, it just makes it worthwhile for them. And then uh, the last one is to expand well, their vocabulary grows. So as they start learning the signs, so once they get more down packed, then I would introduce things like eat or drink or water. And you can just build on that, their interest base. If you are starting with stories, which is another great way to start. If you're starting with stories, start with the animal characters. Say you're mm-hmm. telling uh, brown bear, brown bear. You would start with doing bear. And then once they get that, you'd move to brown or you'd stick with the animals all through the book. You'd learn cat and then you just make it fun and rewarding for them to do it during story time, which I know is tricky now because of COVID and you're not supposed to gather, but eventually it'll be okay. (laughs) Don't know what you mean. Yeah. (laughs) Like you can still, you can still get creative in our ways. And I think ECUs are the best at getting creative. So I'm sure there's ways around it. I'm sure there's ways to do the stories while doing snack time so that they can all see you still and you still make it fun and entertaining for them. Right. And I couldn't imagine running an ECE classroom without a story time. Seriously. That's how they learn play and stories. It's it's common sense. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. What are we supposed to do? Just talk at them all day. Oh my goodness. No, thank you. Um, So great. I'm loving the four principles. That follows up on my next question. How many words at a time? Because do we teach it as a whole, like as a class, or is the goal more so to kind of meet the children where they're at and kind of follow what they know in terms of their sign language vocabulary? No, for sure. You can teach the whole class. It's definitely something that can be done for everyone. So like for snack, you could do it while you're serving everyone or with more than one educator in the room, one educator could be at one table teaching it while the other educators at the other table teaching it. It's very universal. And because children pick up at different speeds, it just means that they'll pick up on the other signs that you're teaching at the same time faster than others. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that the other children are falling behind because now not only will they have you teaching them, they'll have their peers teaching them and children learn best from their peers. Anyways, they, they want to mimic what their friends and other kids in their class are doing. So no, you don't have to just do one at a time. You can do a couple. I mean, if you're starting at snack time, I would, I would probably just start with one snack time sign. And then if you're doing story time, start with one story time sign. All right. No, that, and that's totally logical, right? We get so overwhelmed and we want to do all of it and everything. (laughs) And then we get so eager and then it falls off. So it is, Mm -hmm. it does make sense. And especially for us, like, I know, even though my chakra center was open all year round, September was our starting school year. I mean, at the time of this recording, it's only August. Um, This podcast will be coming out later, but it's a great way for us to actually plan to put it into our daily routine. Yeah, for sure. And I'd like to add like, the older the kids, the more signs you can introduce. So if you're doing a preschool class or a kindergarten class, then you could do the whole book, like the going back to Brown Bear, Brown Bear. You could do the whole book of characters because they pick up on those signs and songs anyways. So when you're reading the story, make it a game like, oh, what animal's coming up next? What did they see? And they have to do the sign for it. Oh, what a great idea. Absolutely. Mm-hmm this has been incredible. Like, I'm just so excited. And I almost wish I had a class on my own where I could start doing it because <laughs> I just think that another way 
um, to teach children in a physical way, because like I think about flashcards, which is the bane of my existence, um, and they're very flat, right? Flashcards are flat. They're not dimensional. You cannot hold the letter A. It doesn't mean anything. Whereas Mm -hmm. sign language, it is so tangible and it's physical and they can use their hands, but they can also see it in 3D when you as the educator are using it. Yes, 100%. The other thing I used when teaching my own children was feelings. So we started learning the science of feelings really early on. And it's hilarious side story. The first real feeling my daughter learned because I'm her mother was frustration. (laughs) Apparently I frustrated her a lot. (laughs) But so she would walk around and I mean, I know it's a podcast, so you can't see me, but you're hitting the back of your uh, hand to your face and she'd walk around and say, frustrated frustrated so before she could even talk she was making the sign for frustrated and then as soon as she could talk she would tell me she's frustrated while making the sign and if she'd get upset about something she would be I'm frustrated so the first the first sign and the first the first feeling she picked up on was frustrated but what a great way to build that social emotional oh my gosh that is hilarious yes and it just gives when when you're so angry and you just can't get the words out It just gives children and adults at the same time, uh, another outlet, like, like I'm mad right now. You can just say like, do the sign for mad, like leave me alone. Let me be me for a second. I'm mad. (laughs) Yes. And it's allowing them to do something with their hands because especially when they're so little, there's an impulse to hit because they need an outlet to let that frustration out. And what a great tool to use to help them work with that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We, uh, in the toddler room this year at the center, I co-supervise with, we made, uh, cubes and we put the kids pictures with their happy face or their sad face. And we also put the sign for that on there. So they'd roll the ball and they'd pretend like whatever feeling they're doing and they'd make the sign for it. It was, it was pretty cool. Oh, that is very cool. What a great Mm -hmm. way to do that. Um, if you can send that to me and I'll post it on our show notes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cause you know what, again, right. It's another great way to incorporate it. Cause I'm trying to think about it's one thing that is not a natural occurrence in a lot of ECE programs, but it's something mm-hmm. that I think would change the dynamics of a lot of ECE yes. programs. Yes, for sure. And then when you jump into inclusiveness and getting children that are hard of hearing, because you, you want, you want children to be inclusive and you want other kids to understand and be compassionate. And this just gives them one more layer that they can communicate with children who are hard, hard of hearing or children who have autism or children who have down syndrome or any, um, speech issue. Like it just, it peels back one thing that makes you different. And now you can communicate with them. Well, exactly. Right. And kids love to learn. And Mm -hmm. as soon as we keep feeding that love of learning, I mean, sky's the limit. Yes, exactly. Amazing. So Jamie, how can people get in touch with you? Of course. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Miss Jamie underscore R-E-C-E. I also have a website, www.missjamieconsulting.ca. Uh, and then, yeah, you can, you can hit me up on Instagram or through my website, Facebook, Miss Jamie Consulting anyway. And if you listen to this podcast and you're curious and how you get started, just let me know. 
Yes, absolutely. And everything will be in the show notes as well. So if you didn't catch that, you can go into our show notes and all of Jamie's information will be there. And Jamie, anything else about sign language that I didn't ask that you want to share with us? No, I think that's everything. Uh, just, just remember that when you're signing, you're speaking at the same time. And I've said it a billion times, but make it fun. This is, there's no, there's no mistakes. You're, it's a language between you and your class. Amazing. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This has been fun chatting with you.